Hello, I hope you're doing well. You're listening to Mindset Surgery. It's me again, Stanley, back with another episode. In my last recording, I did talk about peace of mind. I focused specifically on the locus of control. I also talked about why it was important for us to assume responsibility for the way we feel on the inside. Because if we don't, then we're obviously giving that power away to things on the outside, such as events that happen in our lives, things that people say, the things that people do not say, um, and all the other things that we simply cannot control, like the weather or COVID. In this episode, I'll also be talking about peace of mind. However, I'll be looking at a different topic, um, and that's the topic of fear. I think I really need to stop scaring myself like that. If I scared you, I do apologize. I didn't mean to. It was a nice looking button, and so I pressed it. Okay, so what is fear? Why do we experience it? What's the point? How can we overcome it? Why does it mess with my peace of mind? Now, if you're waiting for all the answers to those questions, I'm really sorry to say that I don't have the answers for you. What I'm going to help you do, however, is help you think about them because I believe that it is only through thinking for ourselves that we can find answers for ourselves. So I'm not here to give you advice because... I realize that traditional style teaching or giving advice doesn't really work. Work, What works or help people is for people to find those answers for themselves. So when I ask questions here, it would be nice if you could maybe pause and think about the questions um, or you could just, you know, carry along and then think about them later on. So apart from this little sound that you heard not long ago, what was the last thing that actually truly scared you and um what was that like what's that experience like when you when you were scared what did that feel like i think it's possible that you experienced this unpleasant feeling from within from the inside you didn't like it it was distressing you hated it um you wanted to run away from it but i don't know how long that took Maybe long, maybe not, but um, hopefully it has settled. If you're a bit like me, I suppose it'd be something that you really don't want to experience again because it's unpleasant. And to be honest with you, no one enjoys unpleasant feelings. Um, But unfortunately, fear is something that's here to stay. (laughs) It's a bit like pain. Pain is here. If I was to ask you, you know, what's what's the function of pain? Why do we experience pain? For some people, they would say, well, we need to get rid of pain. Other people would say, yeah, you know, they see a point to it. Um, I suppose it's one of those things that we simply cannot get rid of. I don't like flies. I simply cannot get rid of them because I don't like them. Um, so fear is a, it's an emotion that we experience as humans. Does it have a function? Is, is there a purpose to it? I think there is. Because if you're not afraid, then, you know, what's stopping you jumping off a cliff? Uh, what's what's stopping you playing with a with a lion? If you're not afraid, you know why you're not eating spiders or scorpions. Um, so yes, it has this protective element to it. The reason we experience it is because it tells us that there's a danger that we should, you know, do everything in our power to avoid. Uh, if you see a lion, you need to run. Well. I don't know if that's uh, good advice <laughs> when it comes to, to lions. Some people say just stand still or just pretend that you're dead. 
I don't really know, but hopefully I never come in contact with a lion because <laughs> as you could tell, I don't even know what to do. Um, anyway, I'll be very afraid. I'll be very, very afraid. Um, okay. So fear does has a point. Um, it's purposeful because if you're not afraid, then obviously we'll be killing ourselves left, right, center. Uh, it's a bit like pain. Pain has a function as well because, well, say for example, I've got pain in my leg. It's a signal that there's something wrong with my leg and I need to rest my leg, right? So if I fail to do that, then I might cause more damage to the leg because I'll keep using the leg and a couple of years later, well, amputation. That's often the case in people with diabetes, right? Because the, the nerves are dead. They don't really feel pain. And so for them, well, there's no problem. So just a little wound could lead to something catastrophic, like, you know, losing the legs or the limb. Um, but it really depends. But anyway, fear, pain, they have their function. So it's not something that we can get rid of, but we can learn to manage them. The question is how? How do we manage these feelings? So when you're afraid, what role am I playing in you being afraid? So me, Stanley, what role am I actively playing in you being afraid of something? Say, for example, you're scared of spiders. What role am I playing in that? Well, hopefully I'm not playing any role in that, yeah? Uh, what role are you playing in that? So what about you? Are you are you playing a role in, in being afraid? Is there is there an active role? Is there a passive role? Um, is it just happening to you? Or are you actually orchestrating how things pan out in the end? So at this point, you're probably thinking those questions are stupid. But let me tell you a little story. So one evening I was at home alone and um, I was a little bit bored. So I decided to start painting. I hadn't painted in a long time. I used to do that as a kid, uh, but it's been so many years. So this evening I started painting. Uh, I was enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? I ended up painting a picture. It was a scary looking one. And so what I did was I hung that on my wall and every time I'd look it, I would scream. It was very scary, obviously. So so I'd look it and I'd scream. Um, I'd add more things to it. So make it look even scarier. And I'd scream again. And that evening I went to bed, had a nightmare about the same picture that I had painted earlier. And uh, obviously I was screaming in my, in my dreams, right? So... I woke up in the morning and I realized I had to do something about this because I didn't like I didn't like the way I was feeling about it. And uh, what I did was I I <laughs> I took it down and I painted something else, and then I stopped screaming. Now at this point, I know you know that that was bullshit. Didn't happen. Of course, I wouldn't paint something like that. But every time I think about fear, this is what happens. This is what we do. We just sit there. And we entertain ourselves by the things that we paint, by the pictures that we create in our heads. We use our imaginations to paint the scariest looking picture. Uh, some, some, some people are actually movie directors, right? So as opposed to painting, some of us are very good in directing films. We direct films, we produce them. We, we, we're the only actors or actresses in, in, in the films that we produce. Um, we buy tickets to go see the films that we've produced and we sit there in the cinema and we shout and scream because, well, it's a horror film. We've created a horror film. Question is, 
can anyone save you from the films that you're creating? If the answer is no, well, can you start creating something else? Um, if you don't like the films that you're creating, can you create maybe uh, something that you might enjoy? For example, a comedy, an action film. Can you maybe create something that would actually help you as opposed to using your imagination to to create or paint something that doesn't really serve you, right? Because imaginations are good. Um, they don't have to work against us. If anything, you know, if you think of the microphone that I'm using at the moment, the the airplanes that we have, the cars, televisions, trains, all the good things that we experience in the world at the moment came from people's imaginations. All the evil that we always experienced also came from people's imaginations, right? So we are, in fact, movie, movie producers, directors. We are the only ones that can save ourselves. So if you're thinking and sitting there being held back by the fear that you experience, well, no one can stop that because you're the only one that could stop that. And, and there are questions that you could start asking yourself today. So, so I'll give you some of those questions in a moment, but really it's important for us to realize that we are obviously playing a role in being afraid and we are the only ones that can save ourselves. So perhaps it might help in realizing that every time we have a feeling there's something that precedes that. And for the most part, it has to be a thought. It has to be an imagination. It has to be something from my experiences in the past. Uh, there's a thinking before that feeling part, yeah? And the feeling is what the fear is, as we established earlier on. It's what we don't like because it's unpleasant. Um, but our power doesn't lie in the thinking, um, in the feeling. It lies in the thinking part, yeah? Um, now, thoughts we normally just fly into your head perhaps from experience, perhaps from things that you just create. Uh, we don't really understand them, to be honest with you. They fly in, they do what they want. They are not you. Um, if you think a certain thing, it doesn't mean that that's you. That's not your identity. Um, but the role you're playing is in selecting the thoughts that you go with. So you get an idea, it pops into your head, and you say, yeah, you know what? I'm going to create a film based on this one because I like the idea. And you start developing a film. And you end up painting or creating this really, really scary horror film that you don't like. But if you're able to maybe choose differently, you could say, you know what, I'm going to go with a different thought. Or you could start probing the thoughts that you have. And so you, 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 you think about something. All you have to do is probe it. Is there any, is there any logic behind it? Does it make sense? Um, is this true? I mean, what's the worst that could happen if this actually happens? Um, am I going to die? <laughs> is it is it really that bad? Uh, the the truth is we don't really probe some of the thoughts that come in, and we just allow them escalate. Uh, we we follow them like uh, you know how how a dog will smell something and and just yeah follow that smell until it leads it to a river. <laughs> this is what we do sometimes with our thoughts, yeah. So if you want to be in charge of the peace that you experience, it's very important to realize that you shouldn't entertain fear. You shouldn't entertain your imaginations. You should always probe them. Because um, otherwise then you're letting thoughts do their thing. And I, I suppose peace of mind will be something that would be difficult for you to, to establish. A typical example would be to remember the first time you flew. I'm sure it was very scary. You were afraid. 
you were going to be in a box and if anything happened, that would be the end of you. The questions that didn't come to mind at the time were, well, how many crashes do we have in a year? How many road traffic accidents do we have? Now, of course, there are more traffic accidents than plane crashes, right? But you weren't considering that. And so you played this picture in your head that, you know, when it was your turn, you were going to go there and something's going to happen. A crash is going to happen, right? The statistics says otherwise. Very, very low. Lower than actually traveling in a car. Uh, but we can't see that because, well, we go with the thoughts that we like. We entertain them and... Unfortunately, they, they don't help us. Uh, now, if it were otherwise, so if you knew about the statistics by asking questions, then you're likely to feel different because now you know that the statistics are in your favor and you're actually safer in the air as opposed to on road. <laughs> but you can't see that, right? Because our emotions will often uh, prevent us from, from seeing things as they actually or truly are. So. Um, it's important to to make this distinction, this clarity, to realize that we we're playing a role in being afraid, and we can actually choose what we want to think about. Uh, we can't choose the thoughts coming in, but we could choose the sort of films that we want to be producing in our heads, and that's the only thing that can save us. So we are the only ones that can save ourselves. So I suppose to saying, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. I'm not going to give you that sort of advice, or I'm not going to say that's beneficial that has never helped me it's almost like having a wound and putting a plaster on it and saying well that's it the wound has disappeared <laughs> i can feel pain you know the wound is still here um so saying don't be afraid is not going to help me it didn't help as a child do you know like as children like every time we're, we're we're afraid we'll say for example daddy i'm scared or mommy i'm scared the typical advice is don't be afraid there's nothing to be afraid of that's nice to hear as a kid but I think what might be better would be, let's talk about it. Why? Tell me why you're afraid. Um, and the kid will explain, you know, I'm afraid because it's dark, for example. Uh, now, what a parent should do, and this is not an advice to parents because I don't have a kid at the moment, maybe in the future. But anyway, what a parent should do would be, it makes sense that you're afraid. I can understand why you're afraid. Um, should we ask more questions about this? Like, what is it that you're truly scared of? Is there anything in the dark? Turn the light on. Look, there's nothing here. So why are you, why are you afraid? It might also help to say, you know what? Daddy's actually afraid as well. But all we need is just a little bit of courage. Yeah. So I'm afraid as well. Um, but look. All I have to do is look for more information about this and have a, a little bit of courage to say, I'm going to try what I'm afraid of. So I'm not going to run away from it because the more we run away from it, the bigger they become. We have to go closer. And the closer you go, the smaller they become. Right? So things will normally shrink, like the things that you're most afraid of will shrink when you go closer to them. But if you run away, obviously they'll become bigger. They keep growing. Um, so that sort of advice, I suppose, um, in childhood might probably help the way we deal with fear. Um, it might help us process them more, uh, feel more comfortable, more at ease with ourselves. I suppose that's not the case. And I'm not here blaming anyone because, well, um, if we knew better, we would probably do better. 
This recording has gone slightly longer than anticipated, so I'm going to quickly wrap it up. Peace of mind again. It's our responsibility. Uh, no one can give us peace. We are the only ones that could get it for ourselves. Uh, fear is something that disrupts the peace that we have on the inside, and of course we don't enjoy it. So the question is, what are you going to do today? What are you going to start doing today to feel peaceful on the inside? Are you going to allow the fears that you have uh, or the, the the films that you've directed continue to terrorize you? Or are you going to start directing something different? Um, are you going to start realizing that your thoughts actually affect the way you feel? And they also affect the actions or inactions that you take or do not take. Um, have you perhaps come to a realization that all you need is just to maybe probe why you're afraid, try and understand it better, find more information about the things that you're most afraid of and have a little bit of courage. That's all you need, courage, just a little bit of courage to face them. Hopefully you've picked a thing or two from this recording today. Until next time, my friends, I wish you well, enjoy yourself and have a good week. 